What is up, everybody? This is Zachary Reality, and welcome back to Zachary Reality. We are here with the 22nd episode of my podcast. Hello, let that sink in, because this means that we are two episodes away from my age being, from my podcast being as old as I am. I'm 24 years old, so once my podcast hits 24 episodes, then we are the same age. So I don't know if that means we're going to have a really special guest on. You guys will have to stay tuned and see. But it means that we are in the double digits, baby. Well, I guess we've been, I literally, I cannot do math. Honestly, I can't do math. And I also can't keep track of PST versus EST, like Pacific Standard Time, because I keep on messing up my Zoom meetings. So life has been kind of stressful here at Zachary Reality Headquarters, Zachary Reality LLC. But we are killing it. You know, we're thriving, surviving. It's been such an amazing week. I've had a great past couple of weeks. I spent my last Memorial Day weekend in Santa Barbara with my dad and some of our family friends. So that was super exciting. So many new followers came to my Instagram this week, which has been super, super exciting. Honestly, the clout on TikTok this week because of the Brenda and Piper saga has really benefited me. I know it's benefited Natasha more than anyone, but it's really benefited me because the views have been insane. I've been capitalizing off of this drama, scored myself a brand deal. Like things have been really good here. I love when there's a bachelor saga. So it's just really exciting. But can you guys fucking believe Brendan and Piper like literally I can't and then the fact that Chris and Elena got sent home before Brendan and Piper like I don't get it either and a lot of you guys are asking me on Instagram you're like what is going on what is this what is that and I'm like I don't even fucking get it either the only thing I can come up with is that maybe because Elena and Chris were irrelevant in the nicest way because like they were first eliminees on their seasons that maybe that is why they're like getting thrown out because yes, it was shady. What Chris did to Jasenia, like he totally disregarded her made out with her. And I think it was like sketchier because they all hung out in San Diego, which we know, which we know. So I think that was just like more feelings involved for Jasenia. Um, but I still feel like what Brendan and Piper did specifically Brendan was just way shadier than anything else. Like we are putting Brendan in the bachelor in paradise hall of fame with Chad Johnson and Corinne Olympios. Like, Seriously, Brendan is so sketchy and shady and I could honestly go off on this shit. And if you want to hear all my Bachelor in Paradise opinions, you know where to go. Zachary Reality on TikTok, Zachary Reality on Instagram. Literally go to Shared News where I do my entertainment hosting. We do plenty of Bachelor content over there. But I'm so happy to just share my quick fucking opinions real quick with you guys before we bring on today's guest. Um, On today's episode of the podcast, we have popular... TikToker Hannah Kosh. If you guys don't know who Hannah Kosh is, she is a fucking icon. Okay. She is very similar to me on TikTok, but first of all, she does it way better than I do, but she gossips and reports on TikToker tea. Now she covers a lot of celebrity tea. She dips into bachelor. She dips into reality. We will talk a little bit about bachelor during this episode with Hannah, but she is the go-to source, the number one TikTok queen for TikTok drama, Addison, Nessa, Bryce, the Sway Boys, literally anyone that is involved on the internet. If you are an influencer and something happens, Hannah fucking Kosh is going to report on it. And Hannah does it in a very different way than I do because Hannah doesn't always give her opinion. Hannah just says the facts and leaves it at that. And her TikToks are literally like seven to like 16 seconds like she delivers the tea and then she pulls a deuce she barely responds to her comments and she just literally heads the fuck out of tiktok and we talk a lot about on the podcast 
her TikTok career and like her thoughts on it, what she does outside of TikTok. But we also, I'm, I'm literally getting her fucking opinions because she doesn't give her opinions on the most controversial TikTok dramas that she reports on. And I needed to get her opinion. So today on the podcast, we are going to be grilling her. We have a really fun segment about 20 minutes in grilling her what she thinks about each of these segments. And we're also going to learn all about Hannah Kosh, talk a little bit about reality TV. She's a big, big brother fan, TikTok content creator, influencer. If these are the things that, you know, stick out to you, listen to this podcast. It's a super fun one today. It's a little shorter than the other ones. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. So enjoy the podcast with Hannah and I will touch base with you guys at the end of the episode. We are now here with the TikTok tea legend, the one and only Hannah Kosh just got featured in, was it GQ the other day? Yeah. <laughs> what was your reaction when you saw that? Welcome to my podcast. Oh, thank you. Hi, <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Uh, I know that was crazy. The lady from GQ was like, hi, just wanted to reach out. Like I'm doing an article about um, one of the TikTokers. Like I would love to just get like your context on it. Cause like she had already talked to Noah. And so she was like, there was just some of the things that like, I haven't been as in-depthly following him. And I was like, oh yeah, like I can help. <laughs> We've been there. And then she emailed me like the night before and was like, hey, um, we actually quoted you and put your video in it. So it's coming out tomorrow at 8 a.m. Like I'll send you the link once it's live. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm glad that they actually tell you and like give you a heads up. Yeah. No, that was really nice. I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh my God, mom, <laughs> I'm going to be a GQ. <laughs> no, that's so amazing. And you are doing so many amazing things on TikTok. Like you are covering all of the TikTok tea. So we're going to get all into it. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to hear what your true thoughts are because I like that you say the tea. And I remember Tinks did a TikTok about you and was like, Hannah Kosh says the tea and she leaves it at that. But I want to know some of your opinions on some of these things because you don't always share it. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to get into a little bit of that. But I'm wondering, like, what do you do for work? Like, tell everybody, like, what is your nine to five if you have one? Um, so it's kind of interesting because it's completely like, I don't want to say separate, but it's a completely different field. So um, I work in sports PR and I work for the San Diego Padres and also the San Diego Seals, which is the professional lacrosse team here. And I do media relations and website content and um, digital as well as like the marketing side of things as well. So I also travel with the team, which is fun. So I get to like go and see a bunch of all the different places, but um, yeah, I do that and it's nine to five plus more tomorrow we actually have our draft so we're supposed to be in buffalo but unfortunately i couldn't do that with um the border being closed you can't drive to canada right now which is very interesting is in buffalo in upstate new york yes but so um our league um 90 of the players are canadian okay. so for the draft we were gonna make it in buffalo so that the u.s teams can go and then the canadians could just kind of like drive over the border but that's closed right now so we're like mm-hmm. oh you can fly, you can't drive. So I was yeah. like, this doesn't make any sense. But so yeah. do you love sports or do you like drama and celebrities more? Like you do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I am a diehard sports fan. Like I would say I like love the Padres. I love the docs. I follow sports very, very closely. Like I literally got my degree in sports management. I got my um, MBA in sports business. So I like literally I'm a sports girl, but to be honest too, like I watched e-news every day after school. So it's like just <laughs> this weird like balance. Um, but I also think it's fun when they kind of overlap a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, this yeah. is when, you know, you know when JLo's leaving A-Rod and it's like, well, 
So why don't you talk more about sports on your TikTok? I found that the niche that I have doesn't really isn't as like receptive to it. And to be honest, it's kind of like not the same when it comes to like drama or updates or anything like that. But um, I feel like if people have been following me for a little while, they know like once the Padres last year made the postseason, like it was all crazy. And I actually had the Sway Boys come and work with our team. So they like came down and did a lacrosse because Josh is actually from Canada Mm. and plays lacrosse like the box lacrosse that we play so like it overlaps in certain aspects of it so that was really fun being able to like bring them down and like do a collab and everything with um like my work Um, did you do a TikTok with them did I no (laughs) you shut up yeah, I know I should have, but it was funny. Well, it was before everything too, but um, Jaden was there too. And he like went live from our practice field and like literally 20 minutes later, there was girls outside blaring his music. And I was like, wow, you're like a real life rock star. Like I didn't uh-huh. think people actually did this, but yeah. they were there waiting for him. I was like, wow. And do any of the TikTok boys, they like recognize you because you're like all over everywhere. You're on everyone's FYP. Honestly, they didn't, which was really interesting. So I was like, okay, but um, I had a little tiny bit of, beef with Griffin at one point Ooh, so I was okay. kind well, of what nervous. Is the beef? well um last year he was just being it was when he was like really pushing his YouTube for like this bet with Bryce he was just doing a lot on YouTube and it was the same time that kind of like he and Dixie happened Ooh. they like had their falling out and he was just being like not a good a- time to be Griffin Johnson and I literally did, I made a video and said that he was annoying um and he duetted it and fake cried and did this whole thing and I literally have never had so many hate comments in my whole life it was no it was fine I was just like that's he sent his minions after me uh no but it's it's fine yeah but Griffin was there so I was like oh my gosh like is he gonna recognize me and we're gonna like do this but he was so nice in person like they all were so kind so nice so fun they had like were super outgoing and easy to hang out with and like just chill but I was like, okay, good. We did not need to like bring stupid anything into this at all. But he did yeah. it. And so I was like, good. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of, you are a commentator just like everyone else on the app. But as your following grows more and more, people take your, you know, comments more seriously. So it's more likely to get to someone like Griffin or a big TikTok star. Exactly. So you kind of, that's just kind of the nature of the game when you get followers. But let me ask you this about your PR job. Does that ever affect your TikTok career? Because I've had a lot of people that I've talked to, they're like, I would love to be on TikTok, but I can't because of my job. Like, would it ever interfere in any way or does it only help? It only really helps, to be honest. Um, I actually started on TikTok because the owner of our team, his name's Joe Sai, and he um, is the co-founder of Alibaba. So he's also a Chinese resident. And so he was like all big on TikTok, like, three years ago and was like, I want the Teals to be on TikTok. I want our team to be on there. And I was like, okay, like, I don't even understand it. It was literally like four, three or four years ago. And at one point he was like, I don't care if you spend an hour a day at work, like looking at TikTok, you need to like figure it out. And I was like, okay. So you did that. Um, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and then <laughs> luckily our Teals page has done well. And I've obviously figured it out too. So yeah, you know, they think it's funny. They like make fun of me in a really nice endearing way, but they're like, you're just talking about teenagers. I'm like, I know. Okay. So how <laughs> but, many TikTok yeah. accounts are you running? Um, two. Okay. Just two. 
well, three, I guess, but my other one is just my backup and I just post stupid things there. So it's not actually trying. Everyone needs a backup because the rules and the guidelines on TikTok are ridiculous. Like, And I feel like you, it's gotten really bad recently. Yes. And I know you were banned once. I was banned. They took a video down and I was banned for like two days and then they put it back up and apologized. They're like, sorry for the inconvenience. So I got banned for like two weeks one time. What did you, what, what happened? I'm pretty sure it was around the time that Olivia Ponton and her girlfriend Kai were like there was the rumors going around that it could be a fake relationship and someone mm. had sent me text messages and stuff and then like Kai posted a video saying that it was all fake and blah 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 so I think that a lot of people went to my video and reported it and so because there were so many people reporting my account in that video that um on top of like the random community guidelines ones it just banned my account and I was like oh no and how did that make you feel because you post like five six times a day I know it was rough it was like a weird adjustment at first I was like this is probably a good thing too just to like so I'm not addicted to it actually but I was I mean I was annoyed but I was also like where's my backup account yeah I was like yep here's the backup and also like it is it's not the end of the world even though it kind of felt I was like no what's happening Uh you know it does get addicting because we do you know pretty much very similar thing on TikTok Mm -hmm. we just kind of have different niches mine's reality tv yours is TikTok tea And I kind of like noticed with the algorithm that I don't get as much engagement on the weekends. So I usually will just take Saturday and Sunday off Friday afternoon, maybe just post twice on the weekend, just Mm -hmm. so that I don't like overthink it. And I just live life and live in the moment. I actually stopped doing vlogs on TikTok because I just want to live my life and like not feel like I have to record everything. I know that's part of the like same with me. I've noticed the same thing kind of on the weekends as well. And I used to kind of try and do like daily vlogs. And I was like, this is a lot. So kind of just been doing a weekly one where I just do little highlights from throughout the week. So I'm like, okay, if something cool is happening or I like this sandwich or something, I'll take a video and add it, but I'm not trying to like, cause yeah, same. Like it can get hard to just be on your phone. I like get intimidated by my screen time. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And how do you, how are you with comments? Do you reply to as many comments as possible? How are you with DMs? I feel like I'm pretty good with comments. Um, sometimes if it just is going down like a dark path I'm like I don't even want to read this to be honest it's fun because I've like been able to recognize people and like yeah see and like we've been hanging out in the comments for literally like a year now so I'm like okay like I feel like I know you and we can like talk about this dms are like it's really really I like look at my dms all the time just because also it's so helpful when people send me things or they're like hey did you see Mm -hmm. this check this out Um, I also feel like it is like a sense of community and involvement as well just because I feel like we're all kind of doing it together so kind of like you mentioned with like people will comment like Griffin or whatever but like Mads will comment or like the other day Aisha did and it was like okay well at least we have like some answers now too so like if we can kind of like figure it out together and then I feel like it's like the most helpful. It's also really helpful when the person you're talking about DMs you particularly and is like, no, this is not what is the truth. Like this is actually what happened because then they'll give you the actual tea because they don't want to look bad. So has that ever happened to you in a particular situation? Um, Not necessarily like um, like DMs or messaging me, but like people, like I remember one in particular, like what it was with Bryce and someone was talking about him on a podcast And he literally commented and he was like, this isn't true at all. Like this never happened. And we're like, okay, well, there we go. (laughs) I guess it's like one person's word against the others. But I feel like if you're willing to kind of like put yourself out there and say, this wasn't me and this didn't happen, then like it probably didn't happen. All right, well, let's run through some controversial TikTok comments. We're going to play a little game here. I want to get your opinion on these things. 
So let's start with the Sway boys breaking up the Bryce Hall, basically saying that he was looking for a house with Blake and Noah. And apparently they were going behind his back and looking for their own house. Like, where Mm -hmm. do you stand on this? Who is your favorite Sway boy? When I first started, Quentin was my favorite Sway boy. Like, (laughs) and it's like, he's never even around anymore. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. In regards to the house and all of them, I think Blake and Noah were kind of getting annoyed with Bryce's like blog things. So, you know, when you like brought strippers in to surprise like Noah and then called Dixie, like just the little things like that is like the impression that I was getting that they were just kind of like over it. I don't think that Bryce should have been airing Blake's money finances mm-hmm. and like that whole situation out in the open. So I'm just like, they wanted to thing. set like a healthy boundary and maybe get some distance. But the problem is they didn't like communicate that with him. Yeah. So in a way, like maybe Bryce is more intimidating because he's so beyond obnoxious, but I feel yeah. like you still need to communicate because he is your friend. He is your yeah. sway boy. And you've been living together for like years at this point. So I think that this is when we see that they are still 19 year olds and 22 year olds. And like, that's when it's like, okay, maybe it's easier to kind of just avoid it than just text them. And I feel like Bryce is a very in your face person. Well, Mm -hmm. he'll just tell you straight up every single time. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But he has Um, gotten, he has gotten better though. Yes. I think so. I think a lot and very interesting because then they were all together like yesterday. I was like, Hmm. Yeah. Thoughts on the infamous Met Gala table situation um now everyone's saying that these influencers weren't invited to the met and it was just kind of a fake thing what is your take on this so the last that i heard was that addison and emma were the two that were going i think the seating chart was funny like i just the reason that there was like big names that were missing so i was like okay i don't think this is like totally real but it was just like literally blowing up so i was like okay honestly if you have an opportunity just take it like yeah anyone would be like Oh, Addison's going wide. But it's like, if you had that chance, you would take it too. We're already, we're on the list too. If you guys didn't see that, me and Hannah <laughs> are at the table next to Emma and Addison, Kim, like we're all going to be there. And Beyonce's there too. Yeah. And, all and, of them. and they're excited to meet us. Um, Thoughts on Addison Ray? Apparently she's doing too much. She's an actress. She's a singer. She is a dancer. Like, is she doing too much? Has it become inauthentic or is she just taking advantage of every opportunity? I think she's just taking advantage of every opportunity. I I just watched her movie and I was like, this is actually really Oh my God. It's already out? Yeah, it's out. It came out. <laughs> Obviously I watched it within yeah, yeah. like five hours because whatever but so what um, was it what was the how was the movie what was it like with Courtney um Courtney was like her manager her brand like manager and she was like played a cold character but it was cute and Bryce was in it no um, way yeah he was in the movie so I was like oh what was he um, doing? It's just like an extra in one of the scenes and he's just like on his phone and drinking a drink uh, but I was like shook to see him um but no I think like you look at the like Christina Aguilera's and like Britney Spears, like they're all doing the same thing too and trying to just get as much as they can. So I think like, yeah, she's doing a lot, but it also probably feels like that because as like a society, we haven't done anything in a while. Like it's literally (laughs) been a year and a half. So like the fact that she's out and doing like literally everything probably feels more than it would be if we had been like ongoing, but like good for her. She's just taking advantage of all of it. See, I like how positive you are. See, I'm on the side where it's like, you are doing too much. Like, are you yeah. even passionate about your makeup line? Like, are you passionate about singing? Did you write the song? Did you choreograph the dance? Like, what do you actually care about? And what are you just doing for a cash grab? And that's where I feel like she was so authentic. And now I just kind of question her. I think she's still the sweetest person ever in all of yeah. her interviews. And I think she has a good head on her shoulders. But I feel like she's just like, has so many people working for her and telling her what to do that she's just 
doing whatever without even thinking or caring about what she's doing. Yeah, no, I see that too. And I feel like a lot of people when it's like, I know like when Trisha came out with their skincare line, people were like, do they actually care? Or is this just like money? And now they're like getting sued. So I was like, oh gosh, but I do see that side of it as well. Also, if it's there and you can do it, maybe just might as well. (laughs) The more, the more, the merrier. What are your thoughts on, this is kind of a little bit of old news, but the Nessa Mads, Josh, Jaden situation. Did you think that was shady? How that went down and whose side were you on? I thought it was so shady, to be honest. I was like, the fact that they were just so public about it, like the day after everything came out, they were like holding hands and like photographed together and kissing together. I was like, oh, but no, I thought it was so shady. It was because like they were all really close friends. And I feel like Nessa and Jaden formed a connection without telling their, like while they were still in relationships. Two weeks before Josh was like, I want to marry this girl. And then she's literally sleeping with his best friend. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And I do agree that like maybe Matt's overreacted, but I would have done the same. Like, of course. Come on. Yeah. Like you're pissed. And like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, oh, I would be mad too. And I would probably overreact. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Thoughts on Nate and Aisha. I'm asking, I'm literally going down the line because I I love your opinion. Nate and Aisha, is this too much at this point or are they like actually hooking up? No, I think it's way too much to be honest. The fact that they've come out and said that they do it for views and then continue to do it. I'm like, come on. Like, and then together, do you think they actually like each other and they're just not ready? Cause that's kind of where I stand on it. I think that once you spend like so much time with someone, it's like you like them as a friend. And then it's probably like just a lot easier to see that connection going that like in that direction. Um, I don't think it's like completely out of left field that they're like together or not, but I'm like either be together or don't like, and I don't, and Nate, I mean, Nate literally said he didn't want to. So I'm like, okay, then drop it. Like don't post these like nails to try and figure it out so that we like, no. Just tell yeah. us. <laughs> but it's it really does work for the views. And I feel like Harry and Tana kind of have done a similar thing. And they've also opened up and said that they kind of just do it for clout. Yeah. I mean, do you think that Tana and Harry are hooking up? Or is that just a similar to Nate and Aisha? No, I think that they are. I don't think that there's any feelings there, to be honest. I think yeah. that they both are just like have that personality. And they work well together. And I think they're both very smart. Like Harry's one of the only people from like too hot to handle that has made a real name for himself. So I'm like, it's working good for you. But no, I don't think that Harry and Tana are hooking up at all. (laughs) No, probably not. Maybe once. Um, What are your top three favorite podcasts that you listen to? Maybe like BFFs or call her daddy. Which ones do you like to listen to, to keep in the know? Um, I like, I do listen to the BFFs podcast. Um, I would say most of the time, not like all of it. Um, I did start listening to Call Her Daddy again, just because when she got her Spotify deal, I was really interested mm-hmm. in if it would be any different or how that would be. And she always gets like really good guests too. Um, but to be honest, I like, <laughs> I've been listening to this podcast. Um, can't remember the name of it. I think it's for the rich, even it's called even the rich. Okay. And okay. it like gives you the backstory on like all of these very famous wealthy families. So it's, you know, the Kennedys and then the Hiltons and then uh, Beyonce. And I, I've been like binge listening to that recently. Oh, cool. You could have also said, you know, Zachary reality, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know and then, obviously, <laughs> of course, duh. 
Um, let's kind of switch gears into reality TV. This is kind of what um, a lot of my podcast is always about reality TV. Yeah. I love to dish on the tea. I always ask all of my guests, guests this, which reality show do, your, do you see yourself going on if you had to go on one? A big brother, 1 million percent. Without a I'm doubt. I'm trying. <laughs> Can you give us the lowdown of what's going on this season, where you stand, like sound off? Because we have a lot of big brother fans that listen. Yes. So I think this is like, honestly, one of the best seasons in a really long time. Um, I feel like there's a lot of really smart players. Um, I thought that the teams the way that it started also like was very interesting because it made, there's a lot of places that you could like stay safe and like you weren't going to be able to like evict who you want to evict because if your team leader won, then you all won. And then there was like all these different twists, but like Hannah and Derek and well, Derek's like, it's just crazy because there's, like, the cookout and they're coming after, like, Derek X. But, like, Derek X and Hannah are probably, like, the smartest people in the house, in my opinion, and, like, can figure it out. And they were trying to, like, make it because Derek's obviously probably the biggest threat in the house. So, like, mm. we'll keep him so that if, like, he's on the block next to you, then, like, someone's going to evict him instead of you. Um, but the cookout was, like, trying to comfort Derek the whole entire time. But now, like Tiffany will just won HOH, so it's going to be really, really interesting. It's Do you really have a good. winner pick. Um, or your favorite? Well, I did a fantasy draft, and Ooh. all of my um, the only person that I have left is Claire. So I'm rooting for Claire just because I would like to win. Um, okay. But I Do you got money I, in this. Uh, yeah, well, twenty bucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twenty bucks—that's like a whole like drink in West Hollywood. Exactly. I was like, that's around for like, if you win. Yeah. Um, but so I am voting for Claire. I mean, I also like Hannah as well, just because I her name. name. it's like the stupidest reason why, but she's also very smart now. So um, okay. I would like to see those two probably. Okay. Well, we'll have to keep watching. When is the finale of the show? Um, I think we have like three or four more weeks. We still have a little while. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to listen back and see if you get this right. I know. Well, Derek just got. So you you said I'm not watching, but no one would have known. No one would have known that. (laughs) And it was wild. So big things are happening. Okay. (laughs) My problem with Big Brother, the reason I can't get into it, is because it's on too many nights a week, and I just like I can't commit to that because I'm just committed to other shows. Well, I know. So we have Love Island UK and Big Brother. So I'm like, that's like eight episodes a week, right there. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like UK better than USA for Love Island? Um, yes. And we didn't want to watch my roommate and I didn't want to watch them at the same time. So we're like, let's watch UK first. And then when when that's done, we'll like just binge watch all of the US. Okay. I've been like keeping up with the US version and I've been really into it, but is it annoying with spoilers or you don't really care because now it's all out there? I like spoilers. Oh, you're the spoiler. (laughs) I'm the person that looks up who wins Bachelor like night one. (laughs) Okay. Well, perfect. So would you ever go on The Bachelor? Um, in a fantasy world, which girl would you be? Yeah, I would say never say never. Um, everyone you said at the very beginning always used to say that I was really like Caitlin Bristow. So okay. that's probably that's a compliment who I would say a little harsh, a little like, <laughs> um, no, like our personalities are both like a little harsh and a little snappy at people. So I was like, eh, that works. Um, I just wish I could go on Bachelor in Paradise without going on Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. So you're watching a little bit of this season. You read the spoilers. So, you know, we can kind of talk a little bit about it. 
Um, what are your thoughts on Bachelor in Paradise this season? Who are some of your favorites? Who are you shipping? Who needs to get the hell out of Paradise? Um, well, hot take. David Spade needs to get out. Like you I thought, left. He, I know, but like he needed to not even be there in the oh first God. place. <laughs> I was like, to me, it. To, speaking of like doing things for a check, it seemed like he was just there to get paid. I was like, I you're reading, you're reading this like like one-liners that he doesn't even think are funny himself, at least from like what I was like, I was like, okay. Um, I don't know. I love Thomas the villain. I know like he's a, <laughs> not everyone, but I kind of like it. Um, and I love a good villain. Joe and Serena, are they still together? Um, well, right now they're on, together on the show. And I mean, the spoilers are saying that they're going to get engaged this season, but I'm not really loving Joe because I feel like he's such a pity party. He keeps <laughs> on bringing up Kendall because like that's where he fell in love with her two years ago. Yeah. And I also feel like he's only on the show because he has a, like a podcast that's like produced by the actual bachelor. So they like made sure he was there to because, stay relevant, to stay relevant because why like, there's just a few OGs that are coming back and it's just like, how are you going to intermingle? I mean, what are your thoughts on like OGs who already been on paradise two or three times, like a Demi or a Becca or a Tia, like coming back to the show. Time to go. Your time is coming. It's time to move on. <laughs> So we've had a the, lot of chances. <laughs> what is the appropriate amount of times you can go on the bachelor franchise? Like as a whole, like all the shows, like how many appearances can you make? I think two and a half. <laughs> That's good. I say you get a bachelor, you get a bachelor in paradise and then maybe a cameo as like a guest host or that something is, in one of them. <laughs> that is so perfect. So not like a Nick Vile when you literally go on 15 times. No, I'm like, dude, can you play? I know <laughs> no one likes you at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You, that's the thing though if you go on too many times like it's it really only hurts after a while like Demi was so beloved and she's getting a lot of criticism this season yeah I think she like should she was on a high she probably just should have like ended on a high because now you come in and it's like there's all it's also I mean you kind of mentioned it too but like the past couple seasons like there's still chemistry with like the people and the contestants and then like you throw in Joe and you know, they're like we don't even know who this guy is mm-hmm. like he's sitting over there throwing a pity party moping taking a nap and then but but it's still working yeah. for him because he scooped up the youngest girl who's like literally got out of college last year and he's like and they were all like she was the one that everyone wanted I was like and then you're well whatever <laughs> yeah so we'll have to see how that plays out the next bachelor I think they're going to announce it at the end of paradise like at the reunion because that's kind of usually when they do things so we might have a little bit of time but who are your predictions? Um, Cause you said you like spoilers. So I'm sure you've seen the reality Steve stuff and yeah. who do you want it to be personally? I want it to be Andrew S personally. Okay. Um, but you I think, think it's going to be Greg. It's going to be Greg. I just do. I don't think it can be Greg because he left Katie's season and someone brought up this point to me the other day. They're like, he left the show like on his own terms. Like it should be somebody who like Katie sent home and like was heartbroken. That's honestly, yeah, that's really, that's smart. Because I really can't imagine it being Greg either, because I just don't feel like he's open to like really like love. But Mm -hmm. it also seems like, I guess from reality, Steve, that it's really leading in that direction. But it's like, how do we even know? Yeah, I could see them pulling like something crazy too. Like a random. Like Peter Krause, like an OG. Yeah, Yeah. like a random older person. Or maybe someone from Paradise if like somehow that plays out but uh I don't even think that Greg is like exciting to begin with to be honest like I mean he's cute but like I just, I don't, he can't carry a season no so no, no. especially not if we're in like another COVID bubble season like 
we can't have that. No, we need to like go to Italy again. <laughs> Please. That was my favorite part of the show when they would travel like to Uruguay and Thailand and like all yeah. these cool places. And you'd get like engaged on the beach in Bali, like yeah. sweating, but like, yeah, no, yeah. that was the fun part. I'm tired of these bubble, these bubble seasons. Yeah. So if you were the bachelorette, where would you want your season to be filmed anywhere in the country? Cause we're in quarantine. So you have to pick a state and then um, give me three guys that you would have on your night one. Ooh, like bachelor guys or just random guys? Bachelor guys. <laughs> putting you on the spot yeah I don't um, do cold weather so it has to be somewhere hot like like La Quinta <laughs> <laughs> do you watch um who is the fuck I can't remember his name when he's like La Quinta um <laughs> maybe like Miami that could be fun oh yeah that would be fun um and then this is like your roster I know here we go like this is gonna tell a lot about you like this is gonna decide if we're still gonna be following Hannah Kosh after I know. this episode this is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It might be the most dramatic season yet. <laughs> Trying to think. Tyler C. Duh. Duh. He's so hot too. I yeah. just it's it's ridiculous. Um what about Andrew S? Yeah, I'll just get throw him in there. He's really, I like him a lot. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like older people. Peter Krause. I love Zach Calter. I don't know if you remember him, but he was on season one of Bachelor in Paradise. You know who I loved? It was Tanner. Yes, from Jaden Tanner. Yep. I love him. He is like, I, he's so cute. I loved him. And he was so funny and sweet. Um, and that's your season. Yeah. Okay. There that's, we go. That, I don't know. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm missing people. If I had a roster in front of me, it might be different, but Tyler C is up there top. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you will, you'll have to, everyone, let us know who you think should go on Hannah's season. Hannah, to kind of wrap up this podcast, like what are your future goals? Like, what are you trying to get out of your TikTok career? And where do you see yourself in like a couple months or even like a year? To be honest, like I'm just kind of having fun with it. Um, I honestly like never expected it to blow up at all. So like just kind of taking it in and not taking it too seriously right now. Um I still have like my other job as well. So I yeah. that's still focus. And I like being able to have TikTok on the side so that like my biggest fear is like going to be getting too obsessed with like my life being based on views. Mm-hmm. So like that's my biggest like concern is like I don't want to like have a bad day because a video doesn't perform. Like I just that's one of my biggest fears. But to be honest, like, I hope that I can just keep like entertaining people and like grow this community. Um, I'm like really into like a whatever happens, happens type of thing. So Uh like if there's any like opportunities, I'm not going to say no, but I also don't really know. Um, Just you're more focused on like what you're doing for the Padres and like NPR. Mm -hmm. Right now. Yeah. And like, it's been so fun being able to do that. And um Exactly. We haven't gotten to play like with lacrosse for a long time. So I'm excited that this season is going to like be able to get going. And I also think it'd be fun to be able to show everyone kind of like the ins and outs of traveling on the road and seeing what's going on as well as like also still like doing the fun side of everything. So kind of just yeah. like going with the flow, seeing my weird little piece of advice that has always stuck with me was the headlight method. So it was like, just be able to focus on what you can see in your headlights like, don't go beyond that if it's dark. Kind of, like, focus on what's here and you can control. And then, you know, when you keep moving forward, your headlights will keep going and you'll just get 
figure out what's next. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love you. I love your TikTok <laughs> account. I'm a huge fan of your TikTok. You really give us all of the tea. Quick, easy, love it. This has been so much fun chatting. Um, possibly we'll see you in San Diego this weekend. Yeah. Um, where could everybody follow you and find you? Yep. So I'm on Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram. Oh, what are you Cox. posting on Snapchat? What am I? Yeah. That's more just like day-to-day things. But um, no, I've been doing some of the like spotlight stuff on everything on Snapchat. So it's mm. fun. Make sure to follow me there as well. But yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I love your account too. You kill it every single day. So keep Yay. keep up the good work. All righty, everybody. That was my interview slash podcast with the one and only Hannah Kosh. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing her opinions on these TikTok tea, especially if you guys are fans of Hannah from TikTok, because I really enjoyed hearing about it because I just needed to know what she thought about all that mess. Um, Hannah also has awesome merch, which we forgot to mention in the podcast, but she has sweatshirts where she sells merch that says no one cares. So go to her Instagram right now and check that out. If you have not, I personally do care, but I'm going to cop a merch thing just for Hannah. Um, and all of Hannah's links will be down below. If you guys want to subscribe or check her out on her TikTok, Instagram, wherever else, as always, you guys, you know where to go. Zachary reality. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have the best weekend ever. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram, Twitter, literally everywhere ZacharyReality.com. And next week I will be having Lee on from The Circle and we will be dishing all about season two and season three of The Circle that just came out. So next week is going to be a super exciting episode and I cannot wait to hear what you guys thought about this episode. So I will talk to you guys later and you guys, uh, everyone have a great weekend. Bye.